Hey there, everybody. Hope that I found you in a loving, healthy state. If not, listen to this podcast and perhaps your vibration will be lifted a little bit. Now, you're listening to my inaugural podcast. I consider this the next step in the evolution of Bay Flavor Projects. The name of this podcast, which is something I've kind of mulling over. I'm not really sure if I'm going to go with this one or not, but I was thinking the Alpha and Omega podcast. My initials for Aaron O'Shea, it's AO. So that's where I came up with Alpha and Omega. Uh, either way, I'm not really quite sure how this thing is going to develop, but I'm excited to take this step. Now, the main reason I started this podcast and Bay Flavor Projects, for that matter, is because I truly love to share. I like sharing my experiences, my thoughts, my feelings, and my talents with the world. I also love stories. I just, I love it when people share their experiences, their thoughts, their feelings, and their talents with me. I find it quite awesome, to to tell you the truth, and I feel honored when people do that. Now, I've always enjoyed hearing stories and it doesn't matter if they're true or not. I'm talking fiction, nonfiction, it doesn't really matter. But I didn't fully appreciate or recognize this until recently. I came to the conclusion or the realization, whatever you want to call it, that so much of the joy I've experienced in my life is a direct result of certain people sharing their stories with me and with the world. From the creators of South Park to the creators of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Let's see, from Jim Carrey to Robin Williams, from my man Dave Chappelle to my other man Joe Rogan, from Whitney Houston to Rihanna, from the incredible people here in Pensacola at Fred Astaire Dance Studios to the open mic crowd at Pacific Cava Bar. All these people have given me the ultimate gift, which is the gift of joy, because they shared with me. They ignored that voice in the back of their head telling them to grow up, telling them that nobody is going to like this, telling them that their ideas and their creativity are quote unquote stupid. Now, after speaking and thinking about the importance of sharing, I'm thinking about renaming my Bay Flavor project here, my podcast. And see, this is the beauty of creativity right here. It also speaks to how cool it is when you own your own business and can make decisions like this on your own, on the fly. So from here on out, I think I'm going to call this podcast, Let's Share. Now, there's going to be more on the format of the show later down the road, and I'm sure it will evolve and grow with me over time. For now, though, I would like you to relax and listen to my Barry White-esque baritone voice serenade you with one of the many stories that make up my beautiful life. Now, as many, excuse me, as many of you know, I'm a realtor here in the Sunshine State. I recently closed on a beautiful, gorgeous, two-story brick home earlier this week, as a matter of fact. Uh, 
And my client in this case was an OR nurse. Now, the very first time I spoke with this particular client, I shared how much I admired that vocation, uh, nurses, you know, nursing. They truly are the backbone of the healthcare system and they work incredibly, extremely hard. I've always been in awe of the physical, mental, and emotional strength needed to be a nurse. I have quite a few of them in my family, uh, quite a few aunts. My grandma was a nurse as well. And it's just one of those jobs, careers, vocations that I really respect and admire. So with all that being said, I was very eager and excited to help this particular client out. Now, when the contract for the purchase was signed in late January, the closing date was set for March 1st. However, when they got closer to that time, my client informed me that she would need until March 11th to come up with the, I believe it was about 25,000 needed for the down payment and the closing costs and all that good stuff. So we extended the closing until March 15th. Now the underwriters for the loan that my client was trying to get, they came to me and by default my client and told us that they were not going to count her Airbnb income. She has a property here in Pensacola that she rents out as an Airbnb and obviously that's income for her. They didn't want to count it. So we had to escalate it to a senior underwriter. I think the underwriter that didn't count it must have been new, not quite as seasoned because it just didn't make any sense at all. Everybody counts Airbnb income. It's income, right? So we had to escalate that, like I said, and we got over that hurdle. Then her debt to income ratio was back where it needed to be. And then they come back and say that they wanted to see the Airbnb terms and conditions. At first they said they wanted to see the Airbnb contract. There's no such thing as an Airbnb contract that it doesn't exist. So we got them the terms and conditions provided that for them and, you know, hoped that was the end of it. Two hurdles down. There couldn't possibly be any more, right? Wrong. Now, keep in mind that I had to extend closing again to March 22nd because of this Airbnb saga. And the agent for the seller of the house informed me that his client would walk away from this contract and the sale of the home and just rent it out if we couldn't close by March 22nd. So, you know, got a little uh, added pressure in there. So the seller of the home... He, d he did something really cool. I, he created, he put it in a binder and he created what I would, could only call a owner's manual for the home. Very nice gesture, all that. And what I did, I believe this was, this was last Wednesday, March 16th. Yeah. The day before St. Patty's day, I went by the seller's agent's office to pick up said owner's manual. The office manager asked if my client had been given the uh, clear to close by the lender yet. And I explained the Airbnb issue and all the snafus that were coming up, at which point the office manager 
said she wasn't entirely comfortable giving me the owner's manual because she didn't think, well, she was afraid that the deal may fall through. And then she was also afraid that she wouldn't see it again if that was the case. So what I did, I looked her dead in the eye and I told her that I was there to basically manifest the closing. I was acting as if the clear to close had already happened, as if the closing had already happened, as if my client was already living in the house. And that was the one of the main reasons why I stopped by to get that binder, just to reinforce that to the universe, basically. So, and the office manager was, was cool with that. You know, she, she really appreciated where I was coming from. And I told her when I looked her in the eyes, I said, you're not going to see me again. I'm here getting this binder for my client. This is going to close. You won't be seeing me again. And that was the end of that. Now, the next day on St. Patty's day of all days, you know, uh, should be a, a lucky day or it's considered a lucky day. I received more great news from the underwriters. They wanted my client to put 10% down instead of the initially agreed upon 5%. For what reason? I don't know. I'm sure if I asked, which at that point I didn't want to because I was pretty irritated, they would have said something about risk, some BS. I don't know. They were just, they were making my life pretty miserable, but I wasn't letting it get to me. More on that later. Now, a relative of my client was able to gift the additional, uh, I want to say it was like twelve or 13000 needed to close the, the loan, to fund the loan, whatever you want to call it. So we got over that hurdle. And I was just, I don't want to say hoping and praying. I was just, I, I wanted to remain confident that that was going to be it. So when I received word on Friday evening that the underwriters had given my client the clear to close, I became quite emotional. I'm not going to lie. Not only was I happy that my client was going to get the home that she really, really wanted, but I was also proud of myself. I was proud of the fact that I stayed positive and maintained a level head throughout this entire ordeal. And a somewhat mystical feeling came over me as well. Uh, mystical, cosmic, um, there are a lot of words that could be used to describe the feeling I had. But you see, we all have different beliefs. And my belief is that I manifested the closing of this particular house. The universe threw plenty of obstacles my way, trust me. But I got around all of them. Now, years ago, I would have allowed these obstacles to, to get to me. I would have allowed them to lower my vibration, my frequency. Not anymore, baby. Just not anymore. Now, I wanted to share this story to reinforce the power of positive thinking. Mindset truly is everything in life. I know you hear that a lot. It could even be a, uh, sure it's a, a hashtag, a, a bumper sticker. You know, you, you see it a lot and 
even though you do see it a lot, I don't want it to lose its meaning because I truly believe that it is everything in life, your perception and how you approach life and your attitude really is everything. Now, going from a negative mindset to a positive one is not an easy thing to do. It takes work. Anything in life that's worth doing takes work. Now, I hope you enjoyed my story and my inaugural podcast. At this point, I'm conflicted on what I will call this particular Bay Flavor Project. I think what I'm going to do is leave a comment box so I can hear from you guys. Now, by all means, let me know what you think of the two names I came up with so far. We got the Alpha and Omega podcast, which is kind of a play on my initials. And then the other one I came up with is Let's Share. Very simple, to the point. And um, yeah, just let me know what you guys think. I'd love to hear from you. I like to talk. I like to discuss. I like to collaborate. And I like to hear other people's input. So um, yeah, that's about it, guys. A short podcast. Let's see where I'm about 13 and a half minutes in now. I'm going to continue to do this to grow. And I really appreciate you listening. Your support means the world to me. If you could, please do me a favor and tell your friends and family about Bay Flavor Projects and about this podcast, even though it doesn't have a name quite yet. But you could even throw it out to your friends and family. Say, hey, this guy has a podcast. He's thinking of calling it Alpha and Omega Podcast or Let's Share. What do you think? Get to talking about it. Why not, right? And as far as the format, I would like to have guests on at some point because I'm a very inquisitive person, very curious. And as I mentioned earlier, I like to hear people's stories. And I just like talking to people. It's one of my favorite things to do. So, yeah, if uh, you come back and listen, I would really appreciate you growing with me and coming along on this journey. So I'm going to end this podcast by reciting a poem by a Mr. Charles Swindoll. Swindoll? I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but apparently he is a evangelical preacher, author, etc., excuse me, etc. The name of the poem is Attitude. The longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearances, giftedness or skill it will make or break a company a church a home the remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day we cannot change our past we cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way we cannot change the inevitable the only thing we can do is play on the one thing we have and that is our attitude I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it.
and so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes.